Hill. Welcome to the Patriotic Preachers Podcast. I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm here with these fine gentlemen tonight. Yes, it's a wonderful, lovely podcast. We've known about it for quite some time. The thing about a podcast is you can listen to it anytime you'd like. You can listen live. You can listen a day later. You can listen after the big comet hits the earth, kills us all. I'm just a simple man from a simple time. I have no white privilege. I'm slowly slipping into <laughs> Jesse Lee Peters' voice. It's, it, it, Do you believe in racism? <laughs> Do you have any evidence for racism in America today? Growing up in the plantations of Alabama, we never saw a white man until I was six years old. <laughs> I did uh, not know that they existed. Amazing. Amazing. Well, what is life really? It's just an introduction to a podcast. The great podcast in the sky. Thank you. Discount white. Morgan <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah, that's one of those where you had to say, I'm Morgan for <laughs> you. Dang right. Oh, that's what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. That could be any generic person. <laughs> Bought that Morgan Freeman at dirt cheap. <laughs> <laughs> that's that Morgan Freeman off wish. <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. We don't got a Morgan Freeman impersonator off wish.com. <laughs> wish.com, not a sponsor. <laughs> Hashtag, not a sponsor. <laughs> All right. So uh, this is episode two for the night. If you listened to our last episode. <laughs> we apologize. Uh, sorry about that. We, we're having a good time. Uh, so this one might be right in line with the. Uh, with that last one, maybe not. We'll see. We'll find out. Hope you guys are doing well. Didn't ask you when we recorded last time. I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, we don't care. We haven't been here in the recording studio slash office <laughs> uh, in in a few weeks now. Um, I'm back. I'm glad to be back doing this. This is a hold on. What he he ain't been up in this. <laughs> we we've been, been up, up here. Yeah, yeah. Y'all been doing stuff up we's here. We've been working. About, I'm talking about this as a recording station, not this is a workstation. Uh, anyway, but I'm glad to be doing this. This is a uh, this is a fun. much anticipated reprieve. Yeah, <laughs> you know you're able to <laughs> able to just kick back and not really care what's going on. And uh, you know, there's all editing is always our friend. <laughs> um, editing is is to the podcast what a grinder is to a poor welder. Yeah, that's right. Just <laughs> who is kin to Porter Wagner? <laughs> <laughs> who Dole Lawson got all of his clothing from? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but there's some uh, there's some things coming up. Uh, hit on it a little bit in the previous episode. The elections coming up, 2020 presidential election in November. Um, so, Daddy, you're voting for Micah for mayor. Ah, hey, that's a nice plug. That's next week. Next Tuesday, August 25th. Pray for me. Um, running for mayor. Um, but you're voting for Biden, right? <laughs> you know, the thing. <laughs> we we hold these truths to be self-evident. Buy a shotgun. Oh, men and women are created equal by the... You, you, you know, you go, you know the thing. <laughs> I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation under... You, 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 the thing. You, the thing. <laughs> Pull out a dollar. <laughs> In the thing we trust. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, 2020 election. This time we have President Donald Trump being In this corner. Versus basically a dead person. <laughs> <laughs> the guy from Tales from the Crypt. He has... He has he <laughs> oh, I remember that. <laughs> the little right. Crypt Keeper. Yeah, guy. yeah, Crypt Keeper. 
<laughs> he has no personality. Um, quite frankly, just just to get this out of the way, I think that it, it is a disservice to Bi- I don't appreciate Biden as a politician. Period. He's always been a liar as a politician. But as far as a human being, it's a sad. It thing. is a sad thing that they are forcing him to be in this position. He clearly mm. does not have the mental. Capacity. I'm almost wondering if he's trying to scuttle it, like in subtle ways, like call the police. Yeah. you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it, it the the guy is clearly a freak, also sniffing little girls and touching women how he should not touch them and things like that. And it, he's 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 a weirdo. But as far as him as a person, he should not. You should not. His family should should be pulling back. They shouldn't have let, especially with the progression that we've seen. He's been cooped up in his house since, you know, May or whatever. And every time he appears on TV, it's worse and worse and worse. And they don't want him to do any debates, and we're going to get to that oh, in a little not. bit. Um, but Jill Biden said, Jill, Jill Biden, Dr. Jill <laughs> Biden, she said that uh, she doesn't want her husband doing in-person interviews because of COVID as she does an in-person interview in their house. There's more to it. Mm. They're oh, yeah. using COVID as a as a cover-up, but there's something... We, we know. He, the, the man, if, if anything, has dementia. He's getting older. He can't... He can't... He, he would not. Would you trust, other, other, other than the fact that it's Joe Biden, and we know who Joe Biden is, would you trust this man that you have seen, his mental faculties digressing over the last months, would you trust him as your president? No. I, I, I would not in good if, if it was if it was my father, my grandfather, me, anybody, I could not in good faith allow that person to continue to run for that office. I would have to pull back, regardless of how good I thought the person was. Um Well but, it's your your grandfather, um a pastor of a church for many years, uh preacher of the gospel, um has dementia, has Alzheimer's. And uh, there came a time where mentally Miss mm-hmm. uh, Joan made the decision that he would not preach anymore. Yep. And um, and that's what you have to do. That's right. I wish that Franklin Graham would have mm-hmm. done the same thing with his father, Billy Graham. I wish they would have stopped him at some point in time because later in his years, he said a lot of things that were contradictory to the Word of God. Yeah. Um, there's no literal flame in hell, uh, could not answer the question definitively, definitively that Jesus was the only way to heaven. Right. Billy Graham would have never had problems with those questions. Right. But because of his mental state in his late years, he did have trouble. Mm-hmm. And so we're not asking the family of Joe Biden to do anything that we have not already done sure. as a family. So, mm-hmm. but uh, <coughs> president, presidential candidate Biden did choose his running mate, or somebody chose his running mate. Regardless, he has a running mate now, uh, Senator <coughs> Kamala Harris of California. And just to nip this in the bud, if you've heard this, look, guys, don't believe everything you read on Facebook. Just that should be a given by now. But there's something that that's been going around. But Cody, you don't have Facebook, so Thank you haven't you been able to Lord. see this. Uh, idiocy but this this is going around right now it's the same color as that motorcycle it sure is (laughs) everybody knows 
that uh, her parents were not, Kamala Harris's parents were not citizens of the United States when she was born. Therefore, she can't be the president of the United States. And so if Joe Biden has to leave office, then it would fall to Nancy Pelosi. No. Wrong. No. Wrong. Fake news. Wrong. Uh, She was born in California. California. Therefore, she is a natural U.S. citizen. Therefore, she can See, those are the things that the right-wingy people get on that aggravate me. Yeah. Like, guys, listen, that ain't an issue. Let's let's actually address the issues because you're trying to, like, 4D chess Alex Jones- I want I want to see Obama's birth certificate. He was born in Kenya. <laughs> there are people that are still on that. No, no, no. Obama was born in Kenya. It doesn't matter at this yeah. point. Like, it's funny though that he that he did pick her because she was a pretty staunch anti-Biden guy. Oh yeah. At the last go round, called him a rapist. Yeah. yeah. She said kind of kind of hard to come back from that. She called him a rapist and, and a racist. racist. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, everything's a racist. I believe the this women. This almond joy. Yeah. Could possibly be racist. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Kamala Harris's. Could I have a piece of that? <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Kamala. Been eyeballing that for a minute. <laughs> Kamala Harris's quote racist past. I learned something the other day uh, on the Joe Rogan experience, listening to a guy. The Joe Rogan experience. Uh, listening to a guy talk about Kamala Harris. <laughs> Did you know? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's his old one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, did you know that her as a prosecutor, she when she would find uh, prosecutor prosecutor yeah not not, not <laughs> that not that was a yeah, previous that career was a, before that she actually was that too, <laughs> but uh, as a prosecutor she would hold she'd have evidence you know against this particular person and then if it was found that there was evidence to the contrary. Uh, she would withhold that evidence or she would withhold um, DNA sampling tests to be done so that her record would not be tainted. Oh, well, that's a great person. Yeah. That's, and it that's didn't matter, awesome. It didn't matter what color the person was Worried more about your, rec- she didn't your prosecution record. She didn't want her record to be tainted. Yeah, you're... Okay. So she, she withheld certain She also things. went after uh, truancy, mm-hmm. stupid little truancy cases that didn't mean anything. We were talking about going on that trip with the church and... Emily always worried, but she's worried about a little silly thing. Mm-hmm. Well, those aren't those aren't days where they're out of school. I don't care when they're out of school. Yeah. If I say we're going on vacation, we're going on vacation. Yeah. I had to tell them at the nine in low one time when we went on uh, a trip to the beach, and it, they'd been in school like a month, and it walked in there and said, "Hey, just so y'all know, next Thursday and Friday the boys won't be here." Well, those are be unexcused absences. I said, "No, they won't. I'm giving you an excuse right now. They ain't gonna be here." <laughs> well, just just put down that they're sick. I said, "No, they'll be at the beach." Yeah, well, those are unexcused. I don't care. Yeah, like you have like you have to miss like 37 days. Right. They're not gonna miss 37 days. They're going to the beach. Yeah. But she would go after people like that yeah. that would just you know do things every once in a while. Not actual truancy where their kids aren't in school, mm-hmm. but making a name for herself was was her priority, not justice. Yeah. That's pretty well documented. And she also was, uh, to your point, uh, prosecutor, but also it's widely understood that she uh, had some affairs with people in certain places to get jobs. Well, one one in particular, uh, a fellow by the name Willie Brown. That's him. She had relations with, and then he kick-started her political career when she ran for Senate. He was like, oh, hey, her, vote for her. And so she was, interestingly enough, uh, voted in as the first Indian American, you know, not Native American Indian, but Indian. Mm-hmm. Dot dot Indian. Hello, how are you doing? 
Uh, that that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> For real. But uh, anyway, first Indian American senator. Well, now she's being hailed as the first uh, black female. It's kind of like the Sean King of. Have you heard <laughs> the Hodge twins talk about it? Man, <laughs> I, I'm blacker than she is. Hey, for real. <laughs> this America. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love the hot swing. The they too. They're great. They, they said the other day, I heard, I'm Kamala sorry, Michael. <laughs> they, they said the other day, my mama, bless her heart, before she died, she was a staunch Obama fan. She loved Obama. You know why? Because she didn't know crap about politics. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out, mama was wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love, they are funny. Oh, man. There's another you guy. Know why, you know why Obama got voted in? Because he was going to do something for the black man. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they talk, man. We're from Virginia. <laughs> There's another uh, really good YouTube channel, uh, Officer Tatum. Yeah. yeah. Solid dude. Tatum. Christian yeah. guy. Yeah, good really guy. good guy. I like this like this video share this video comment on this video <laughs> let's get into this right, y'all believe this <laughs> uh, so yeah Kamala Harris though she's not really the, the best uh, person for the job although she is probably aside from no probably the most dangerous <laughs> vice president it's almost like trying to get a camel through Kamala through the eye yeah, right. <laughs> she's probably the most dangerous person to be in that position because honestly here's the thing because of Joe Biden's mental fac- faculties continually degressing regressing whatever whichever is the word they're getting worse um, he's probably not going to be president long if voted in and so the vice president would then be the president of the United States and so Kamala Harris out of all the ones that ran, probably the most dangerous. Yeah. Why? Pretty anti-Second Amendment. Anti-Second Amendment. Uh, she's pretty pro-abortion. Up Extremely pro All the way up till they're, the baby's born. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And laying on the table and you change your mind. Uh, probably, she's for that. Probably the only one that would rival her, that ran that was running for president, that would rival her was... Uh, the devil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Satan. Was, 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 was Pete. <laughs> Uh, Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. <laughs> I love how his name is that. <laughs> it's not even what it was anymore. Pete Buttigieg. He's probably the he's probably <laughs> one of the worst ones up there. Uh, then Batho <laughs> O'Rourke. Okay, uh, there. but uh, in, anyway, he played in a wrestler, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was Mickey. That's oh his, yeah, that's yeah, his brother Mickey. Yeah, yeah. Mickey Rourke. Yeah, and his other brother that. was Mick. Now he was in rock. Yeah, he was in rock. <laughs> Get a fighter, Rock. Get in there. You're a bum. Come You're me, a lazy bum. Come here, Mick. Well, yeah, you know, we'll just uh, Adrian. I try. Yeah, time yeah. go. That sounds a lot like how Joe Biden. Kamala. Hey, yo, Kamala. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, but, it's a but that, that's potentially what's going to happen is that the, the 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 Democratic Party or Joe Biden or his advisors told him to pick Kamala because that's who they want to be the president. Of the as States. sad as it is for the human condition that Biden is in with his dementia, because it's really like I said, it's really obvious. Sure I would love that. to see a debate with him and Trump. Yes, it's because prob- Trump is so ad hominem. Yeah. He goes straight at home. <laughs> like, this, this is what's going to happen. They're going to cut the commercial break so every Mr. three seconds because yeah. he has no response. What do you think about the, uh, the the Green New Deal and these policies and climate change and the COVID? He's ugly. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> He's a crazy old man. Look, go ahead, rebuttal. <laughs> he, he, he's gonna, no he, the president's going to show up. Joe Biden is going to do his opening remarks. 
president does his opening remarks, and then they <laughs> ask Mr. They ask they say, Mr. President, what would you do if such and such, such and such, such and such COVID? And he grabs. I'm glad you asked that question. Grabs from underneath his podium a a pillow and a nightcap. Hands it to Joe Biden. Sleepy says, Joe. Go to bed, Sleepy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> President Trump wins all Look 50 at him. states. He's over no. there. Like a dog, <laughs> sleeping you like a dog. <laughs> Everything with Trump is like a dog. Well, even if they don't, you know, they're trying to push the not letting him debate him. And even if they don't, they just Fox News and, and every other conservative outlet should just play a, a rolling tape of, <laughs> of Tulsi Gabbard just obliterating Kamala Harris yeah. and Kamala yeah. Harris obliterating Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> just play that over and over again. It, uh, Tucker Carlson. Has that look on his face like a dog. <laughs> He's always smelling something fishy. Like a dog. <laughs> and Ross Geller over there. <laughs> um, I, I saw somebody say the other day, we don't need the debates. The debates are their old hat. We don't. They're like we, the points on we, line. We have come to the point. The people know both of these candidates. They have had President Trump for four years. We've known uh, uh Senator Joe Biden, he's been in office for 75 years. <laughs> we know both of these people. He was there when they drafted the Constitution. <laughs> do we do we need a debate between these two? And my answer is yes. Yeah, we Absolutely. always need a debate. The people... I'm not going off of their... Because they're politicians. Yeah. You know, they change with every wind of doctrine. Exactly right. uh, Trump changed a lot in the last five years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He ran on a pretty, pretty solid uh, platform. And mm-hmm. then when he got in office, he flipped Thugs, those things. I can tell you that your gun rights are secure, not... Except give me the bump stocks. We've actually lost way more Second Amendment stuff under Trump than Obama. I don't even I don't even want a bump stock. Don't, don't care make it about illegal. It. Don't care about <laughs> it. But don't make it illegal. That's, that's right. Ain't gonna bump no more, no bump stock. <laughs> no more, no more, no more, no more. So envision, if you will... The the hopefully it will never happen situation where where Joe Biden does end up becoming the president of the United States. When you say that sentence, I just picture Mad Max. <laughs> <laughs> but then Kamala Harris, who is we, we've touched on some things, but she's also pro reparations, pro a whole bunch of other things. Uh, pro, she is for defunding the police. You put her as the president of the United States because Joe Biden has to slip out. What does America look like? Again. Is there, is there, are we, is this an election for a United States of America? Could this be an election if Biden were to win? Could this be the last election with a cohesive 50, 50 states in the union? Well, yep, yeah, very possible. Are, are 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 we fighting for our country in this election? Is I feel like I feel like. Well, yeah, I, we are, but as long as I've been paying attention, it's felt like that. Like it's every time yeah. is the time, you know, and it, I guess it is to some extent. And this time is is too, but last time was the time for yeah. that, and time for that. So, part of me is just like meh, just yeah. go ahead and do whatever you're gonna do. Like, meh, yeah, okay. I'm 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 pretty. We we've gotten though to to that point when when they said that about uh, McCain and Obama. This was before where you where rioting and looting was okay. It it has dropped a lot in the last. Well, really, it's just been the last. I mean, the first few years of Trump's presidency, we were 
Yeah. The country, I mean, there was stuff going see, on, the, but the, the country wasn't falling apart. In the last six months, right. it's gotten great, great. The thing, the thing, though, has been during this presidency is that the left has never ceded that President Donald Trump is, in fact, the president. Mm-hmm. They have not ceded the fact that unless you allow Republicans and Democrats to work together, you will not make, you will have no progress. You won't have any change. And so... It can't be Republicans are evil, period. It can't be that if you vote for Donald Trump, you're racist, period. You, you're you're painting yourself into a corner where you can't work with other people, where it has to be, the, the whole country has to be demo, a, a Democratic I wonder country. sometimes, like, if we just said, okay, we're going to cut it down the middle. We'll take the, this half, y'all take this half, we'll be two different countries. Mm-hmm. If in 100 years, we wouldn't be right back on those two sides wouldn't be divided again. Mm-hmm. Is it just human nature to just, cause it's, it's so, the lines are so clearly drawn, like mm-hmm. meet yeah. a conservative and go down the top 10 and we're going to agree. Yeah. And then you meet a, put two leftists together that identify that way. And there, there's not a lot of middle. Yeah. The last year's election with Hillary, you know, that was so close. It, it's really scary. Like how yeah. close half the country thinks exactly opposite of us on almost every topic. Yeah. Right. That scares me. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, like, with a lot of people who vote for, and this could be this could be said for Republican too, but a lot of people that vote Democrat hold on to very particularly mm-hmm. to, like, one issue. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm going to vote blue because I believe Black Lives Matter. Well, I believe Black Lives Matter too, but I'm not going to throw the hashtag Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter out there because of what Black Lives Matter, the, the organization, right. stands for. I'm not against Black Lives Mattering. That's why I, but I think it's so obvious that that's why I say, uh, yeah, all lives matter. Yeah. Like, I, duh, Black Lives Matter. We sh- we know that. Well, we know that, and we know that that's in practice because the numbers right. tell us that practically the way we operate is that Black Lives Matter sure. because you're basing a movement on nothing. Yeah, statistically, but, it's but, just. But because the Democratic Party has said no, 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 we're pro black, right. pro Black Lives Matter. If that's the issue, then that's what people are going to vote right. for. They're um, going to ignore everything. If else. it's if it's universal health care, which sounds like yeah. a good idea in in theory, you know, I think I think everybody should be able to have affordable health care. Well, you don't like those sixty percent tax rates. Exactly, mm. exactly. I, I I saw this thing the other day, <laughs> brother Caleb. You you might be able to try this with Cassie when she gets older. Because uh, she's about to have a, a a sister now, and when they get older, you know, you can pra- practice this with them. Give give your child ten dollars for sweeping or or mopping or some household chore. Narfing. Yeah, just doing something, <laughs> and then after they complete it, you take seven of those dollars and give it to their sibling. Yeah. <laughs> See and how, say that's socialism. See how often they keep sweeping. Yeah, they, they won't do sweep it in them. high school class experiments all the time. Everybody's grade will be averaged. Mm-hmm. See how that goes. Yeah. Because the nerds are going to stop at some point. Yep. yep. And then what happens with that is when, when you put grades on a curve, then um, the smart, the, you know, the smarter people that make the higher grade that allow all the grades to be bumped up, they eventually go, mm, well, no, if everybody's going to get kind of an yep. average grade, then I'm just going to quit. And then the people at the back of it go, oh, that's not fair. My grade's lower. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, w- work harder for a grade then. Be the one that makes the A. But you don't want to put the effort in because everybody's getting across the board, kind of, kind of like that. And so that's what's going to happen with universal health care. When everybody pays the same thing, doctors are not going to be so incentivized. Why be a doctor? Yeah, well, I'm not getting any money. The government, the the government said that they would pay for it, but the government is 
The government has no money. They lie. Yeah. <laughs> we do we, know that. We right? have trillions of dollars in debt. Especially after this, that <laughs> yeah. it's bankrupt in the country. Your $1,200 stimulus check. I don't want the thing. Yeah. Like, I'm going to take it because there's no way to, for us to, but. Yeah. It's a, it's a direct. <laughs> you're taking it from me to give it to it's me. It's a direct deposit in my account. If it were a check, yeah. I, I would be able to rip the thing up, but it's a direct just, deposit. I'm going to take it because there's no other way to, but. It's not doing anything. They're just, I mean, they're, they're just give it out. I'll, I'll yeah, take it. They're, right. if they're we just giving you say, a rebate of hey, the taxes you paid. Yeah, right. It's so dumb. Yep. Yeah, it's it's great for the people that don't pay nothing. Yeah. Because yep. you're just, I'm just going to have to owe more. Missionary, self-employed tax for a missionary, brother. Again, I don't, I don't see not even half of what they tax me on. Uh, like, I, I just be transparent, you know, like, I think it was twenty two years ago. It was twenty one thousand dollars that we saw, and I got taxed eight grand because they didn't count any missions given, tithing. They didn't count all this stuff. Stuff I never saw. Mm-hmm. They said we tax you anyway. We don't care. Yep. And so I I gladly took it. That's just a rebate on all that yep. tax money That's I shouldn't right. have had to pay to begin with. And 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 the thing is, our our forefathers fought. A war over a over cent, two, two cent, two tax. cent tax. No, it was more than yeah. four of them. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds weird to say our six fathers, <laughs> <laughs> our founding six fathers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. It's just. Uh, I guess we shall see. But you know, you know. I, I, re- I really, I really do think that if a a Kamala Harris presidency would be a whole lot worse, because under President Obama, you saw a. It's been said by several people much smarter than me and who lived back in the 60s that President Obama it made our country go back to the 1960s as far as racial relations are concerned. I've said this to to both of both of y'all, maybe even you, uh, Brother Caleb, but I've not said it on the podcast, I don't think, um, that right now we have this wave of apologizing white liberals I apologize for being white. I apologize for being male. I apologize for what my great, 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 great granddaddy may or may not have done. I apologize for what the the Kenyans even did for selling you into slavery. I apologize for this and this and this and that. And we, we believe as the ap- apologetic white liberal that we must help the black man. We must help the Mexican. We must help these minorities because they cannot help themselves because of systemic racism. If you were to, of low if you were to take a modern uh, apologetic white liberal and a modern unapologetic white KKK member, they would agree on ninety five percent of what mm-hmm. they had to say. Yeah, they're, they're on the same platform. That's that's really that's good. The black man, they 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 can't they don't have a leg up in this country. They oh, can't do nothing. So you're saying that they're inferior. You're saying that based on their race that they are substant. Mm-hmm. They're they're mm-hmm. under white people. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Oh well, I agree with that. That's what the racist person would say to the they they, they agree with each other on mm-hmm. and they they're viewed well, only as a pawn. That's why yeah. political agenda is all. It's they're the viewed as. leftists' pet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's their way of virtue signaling how good and virtuous they are. Yeah. And it's the KKK racist person's yep. antithesis, yep. Mm-hmm. and they—it's like it is the bigotry of low expectations. Yep. Yep. I'm I'm racist because I say it is the individual's responsibility yep. to in the cycle. If it's a cycle, you at some point you have to take the onus for your 
yeah. uh, for your actions. You have to take responsibility for your actions. But I'm racist for that. But what I'm doing is I'm giving everybody humanity. I'm giving everybody the well, same platform. The big argument we usually make, is, and I fully agree with this, is the biggest problem threatening uh, the black community is fatherless households. Yeah. And now they say that, well, even that's the white man's fault because we don't know how to be fathers because all them years in slavery, we don't know how to. We we, we didn't have no family because y'all did it. Y'all did it. Y'all took. Yeah. No, that was. Well, now. What even, are you talking about, man? Now, even they're they're taking characteristics like being good with money and being able to privilege. have a family. And no, that not just that it's white privilege. They are white characteristics. Yeah. That's dangerous. And so That's, they're they're teaching the, these these young black children that being able to cry and not not be you know bullied for it and and being able to raise a family with a father in in the home and and being able to uh, you know balance a checkbook and all these Asians. other things that he all these are white characteristics and that is exactly what the racists would say that yep. that the, the that the black person is not capable of such things. You, they're go watch an interview the same thing and it's dangerous it's about a six-year-old four five six-year-old interview adam carolla and gavin mckinnis who is not him uh who's the who's the governor of california right now newsom gavin newsom uh at the time he was the lieutenant governor of california now as of this podcast he is the governor of california and complete lunatic yeah. but he was the, talking on carolla's show and carolla's a conservative guy but not really yeah and but he nailed him on this and caught a lot of flack from it. it's probably the most popular podcast he's ever done. And he uh, Newsom was talking about these issues in California, and he was like, yeah, you know, these minority communities, they just, you know, we got to do these things for them because they don't have access to checking accounts. And he's like, hold on a minute, stop. They don't have access to checking accounts? Like, yeah, yeah, you know, they don't. He's like, what do you mean? They go into bank, they'll turn them down for a checking account? Well, no, no, no. And he would, it's a really good one to listen to because, he would just weasel and weasel and weasel and weasel yeah. and weasel because it's plain cut. Yeah, you do have access to this. Yeah. You can raise a family. You can get yeah. a job. You can. That's right. If anything, the system has been slated to help you out because of right. Jim Crow and stuff. Because of We've got affirmative action. We've got the NAACP college funds for blacks. We've got yeah. things that, that give you. We have standardized hiring that makes sure that certain quotas are met, which is really unfair to the blank resume. We've yeah. got all these things in place to try to, if anything, lean it your way, and you're still blaming people for your failures. If you are a, uh, a person of color, black, whatever you want to call it, in 2020, and you're not doing well for yourself in this economy, especially pre-COVID, it's your fault. Yeah. You've got the internet. That's right. it, it's no different than some redneck hillbilly in Appalachia yeah. that is just sitting there, and they've been in generational poverty. You know what? Move. Yeah. Move. You don't have to work in the coal mine. You, you can rent a U-Haul for $19 that's right. and move down somewhere else and get a not job. In Seattle, you can. You can change. <laughs> <laughs> you can in Texas. You can change your family tree. Yeah. If you've grown up in in poverty and generational poverty yes it's going to be hard and yeah. you may not see the benefits of that in your lifetime sure. but your children can yeah. but if you're on the government teat if you are stuck on welfare programs you are falling into the democratic trap that's decades old to keep you in that locked down mindset that's it's right. a poor it's all these idiots that for the last seven weeks have not looked for a job when they were out of work because they were getting that unemployment and now it's ran out. Yep. That's an itty-bitty snapshot of what's happened to those minority communities for the last three decades. One day it's going to run out. Don't blame me. Yep. I don't have white privilege. Oprah said, very ironic too, that Oprah 
$1.6 billion net worth, who Oprah is the proof that you can do anything. Yep. You can come out of Mississippi in dirt poor poverty and become the richest woman in America. Well, Morgan Morgan Freeman, who, who introduced our he did, podcast. He was just here. From, from born in Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, in poverty. Multi, multi-millionaire, uber successful. America is not built against you. But these this election, there's going to be so many people that they still think that. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what you tell them. It doesn't matter what we say. They have decided that Trump is a racist. And anybody that identifies with him is, is evil and bad. And so, you know, there, it wouldn't matter, honestly, if you put a three-legged donkey up there. They would vote yeah. for it. Yeah. Okay. It's really sad. Anyway, rant over. That was a good monologue. Yeah, I, I liked it. It's good. Yeah, it's, it, it's sad. I, I saw this thing the other day where this guy that was being interviewed on the street about a voter ID and how it was a it was a black guy being interviewed. And sir, do you think that it's racist for uh, these racist policies should be gone through about you, you should have to have a, a an ID to vote? And he turned it back on the person and said, I think it's racist that you think that I'm dumb and can't get a driver's license. An ID. Do you think Do you think so little of me that I can't go to a courthouse and get an ID? Do yeah. you think that I don't that I don't have the capability to do that? I think that's racist. Well, yeah. sir, I, and I vo- and he kept going, and I voted for Obama twice, and all he gave me was a burner phone. He said, I, I, you know, he goes off on this, and like they they think that people in the street are dumb, and that they can because a lot of the times you do run into dumb people, but the there are. Just because you don't, you may not know everything there is to know about politics, doesn't mean that you can't be educated enough to think for yourself when it comes time for the Democrats to say, the the white man is the reason why you're down on your luck. Why are you voting for one? Yeah, exactly. He, he's, he's an he's establishment white. old white guy. But the the thing is, people hear that, but they don't believe that, and they look at the drug addict, white, black, blue, green. They look at the drug addict and say, "No, you're poor because you spend all your check and all your or." Whatever it is that you're getting, whether it's money you've worked for, money that you're given by the government, you spend all that on crack. Booze. And you're you're poor because you're a crack addict. You're poor because you have no work ethic. You're yeah. poor because you have no drive. Even 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 if you do work, and even if you have drive, and even if you're not a drug addict, it's still difficult to become Bill Gates. Bill Gates didn't become what he is because he's white. He became what he is because he chose to put family life behind him. I guarantee if you were to talk to his children about about their daddy, they wouldn't know who he is because I the I, richest I guy, guarantee you he didn't spend time with his family. The richest like he guy have. I've ever met was the lead surgeon at UAB for 40 years, heart surgeon, head of surgery for UAB, and he's 90 years old and we cleaned his roof and uh, he told me he worked seven days a week for 40 years. That's insane. Said he probably took five or six days off a year. See, I, now he's a multi-millionaire. Yeah. I'm talking twenty, thirty million dollars probably net worth. His yeah. house was probably ten million dollars. Everybody down here had heart surgery by him back in the late nineties. He's retired now, but he said, "Now I'm, I'm living a good life." But he's ninety. Yeah. So he chose he. It's a pretty simple if, equation. If, if, Put if in I, work. If somebody told me that you could you you can have five billion dollars, but you got to work. Every day, seven days a week, for the next forty years, and then at the end of forty years, you can have five billion dollars. I would say, I no, no, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I'll because you're white. Yeah, <laughs> something white people say. Yeah. I, I, I'm, but I, 
I don't want to be a billionaire that much. The worst thing you can do is be white. The second worst thing you can do is rip the tag off a mattress. Oh, yeah. It's right there with it. I should have gone to prison three times by now. We were on vacation the other day. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't didn't do that. Only white people go on vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's a sad time. This is a very, it's going to be a very interesting election. Um, But here's what I challenge the listener. Um, Trump's not your savior. Right. So, yes. It, right. Don't put all your cards in the Republican Party and Trump and any yeah. of them. Um, I think Mike Pence, pretty good old fella, not your savior. That's right. Don't don't air don't flip too far on that. There's a ditch on both sides of the roads with this stuff. You need to learn the topics. The politics the never topics brought about matter. revival anyway. No, we need revival in our country, and it's never come through politics. What we're working on, it has come through persecution, yeah. and that's something nobody wants to talk about. That's true. And hard times, and and waking the church up, and uh, yeah, I I pray against it, you know, but I, like I, I preached at y'all's church Wednesday night. <clears throat> Lord don't care about college football. He yeah. don't care that we're complaining that all oh, the coronavirus has stopped college football. He don't care if if it takes. He's a lot pulling, like me in that area. Pulling our fleshly, <laughs> pulling our fleshly addiction away to get us to focus on the Bible. He's all for that. Well, you know, one thing that's happening in Roanoke is that we're not having any sports mm-hmm. fall or spring there's not gonna be any football or t-ball again i say you know what that should cause people to be in church by guarantee they that won't. they'll find oh something no all these to. families that have well we have travel ball and everything i hate travel ball with passion but but you it, have it something won't matter. Now, and you'll say hey there's no travel ball they won't come they, they won't be there because they've they have they've not made jesus they've not made church their priority Ball has been their priority. Really, what has been their priority is self. Mm-hmm. What's been their priority is is fun, making 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 themselves have fun. It's all about pleasure. And so, when you have something at the church, whether it be a revival or a fun time fellowship, because nobody comes to those, and you have a you have a nine o'clock breakfast, nobody wants to wake up early to come to that. But you have these things that you can fellowship. You have these things that you can get spiritual help. You have all these things. And people say, well, we can't because of ball, but now oh, we can't because of uh, uh, COVID, mm-hmm. you know, b- because I'd rather stay home than come. And so I've got that excuse. And if COVID were to vanish tomorrow, they would have an excuse why they couldn't why they couldn't come. Might as well just say that we're out of peanut butter. Because yeah. any excuse is good as the <laughs> as good That's as an old eggs. Brother Rickyism right there. <laughs> 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 Which, I mean, I, uh, we're having revival God, next week. Even, ah, we'll, we'll try. Even the Lord, <laughs> try. You'll, you'll, be there. you'll be there. <laughs> even the Lord said, you know, the, the lukewarm ones. He said, "I'll spew you out of my." He chose for them yeah. to to be withdrawn from the church. And he said, "We got a hundred folks, and fifty of them are lukewarm, and the other fifty are good. You're just gonna yeah. cancel each other." He said, "Just get rid of the fifty, and let's let's stick with the ones that want to be here." Yeah. And that's why when Jesus Christ in John six said, uh, "He said, I'm the bread of life," and all those people they with they walked no more this with is a him. Hard they saying. they never it? ever came back. They they left the presence of Jesus and Jesus after loving on them, healing all their sick and everything, he turned to the twelve. Will you also are you also gonna go away? And the, there's the, only twelve folks left, you know. The sad thing is he knew that they, they 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 had some understanding of what he was saying because he said, You must be partakers of my of my blood, you must be partakers of my body and they understood yep. this has something to do with death. Mm. Yep. I he, can't die to myself. The Lord Jesus preached the word of God. And he left it alone. Yeah, he, he didn't never, chase he after. He never him. chased anybody. 
the rich young ruler, the yeah. multitude that turned and walked away. You don't yeah. find him chasing anybody. Mm-hmm. He gives them the word, and that's it. When people ask me, uh, what do you guys do for the for the teenagers? We preach to them. Mm-hmm. Right. What do you do with the young people? We we preach to them. What do yep. you do with the seniors? Well, we we preach. Yeah, it's church. Yep. We might do an afterglow, but yeah. anybody can come to that. Right? Yeah, but <laughs> at church we preach. Everything is centered around God's word, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm I'm guilty as anybody trying to chase someone. Yeah. You know, and because you 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 feel like you feel like that's what Jesus would do. He would go. The, the, he would go after the one. He'd leave the ninety nine and go after the one. Well, the thing is, he did go after the one, and and he he said, "Hey, one, you want to come with me?" And they either say yes or no. When they say no and they run off, he didn't. Yeah. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. You, you you can only come to me by this. Well, no, I don't want that. No, wait. Okay, I'll change it. Yeah. He went to the one and said, "I can save you, but this is the way I'm going to save you." Yeah. And you say yes or you say no to that. He is the door. He doesn't say, "I'm the door." And then go, and you go, okay, well, I don't want to go through that door. No, wait, I'll change it. The rich young ruler, perfect example, uh, he comes to, or the, the, yeah, he comes to Jesus and says, you know, uh, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to inherit mm-hmm. eternal life? Mm-hmm. What can I do to just gain it? And he says, well, you know, keep the law. And he begins to go through it. All he, these, does it he does it all. All with man. Man to man. Mm-hmm. All these have I kept from my youth up. And he said, ah, but one thing you lack. Sell Again, with time. man, sell everything you've got, give it to the poor, yeah. follow me. And he goes... That's, 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 that's part of the heart, though, where your treasure is. Yeah. Yes. That's where your heart is. If so. he if he truly wanted to inherit, again, he's inheriting eternal life, treasure in heaven. If he truly was... I I, I think, just I, I believe, if, if he would have gotten saved, if he would have said, okay, I'll do it, God would have said, no. Yeah. No. I, you, you ain't got to do that. Mm-hmm. It... It's one. It's, it's a case just like Abraham, where he he mm-hmm. he was willing to give Isaac because God gave Isaac to him, and he knew. Hey, look, we see in, we see in Hebrews the extent of his faith that he believed that God was going to raise Isaac from the dead, and understand the extent to which that goes. That he was about to cut Isaac up and burn him yeah. on the altar, and he had the faith mm-hmm. that God could take the ashes put them back into the pieces and put the pieces back into the body and mm. rebuild Isaac. Yeah. He had the faith to yeah. believe that. Yeah. He told his servants, I and the lad will return. Yeah. You were, you said a moment ago that, uh, he'll leave the 90 and nine and go look for that one. The, there's a lot of people that will use that analogy because Jesus used it, mm-hmm. but they don't go further where he breaks the leg That's of right. the one because he's rebellious. Exactly. He breaks his leg the, the so he one, don't rebel anymore. The, the one they don't talk to about him. that. Yeah, but the, the one belonged to him. Exactly. Already. The one belonged to him. That, that's he, number one. Mm-hmm. He belonged to him, but then there was penalty yeah. with you straying. It's not... Yeah. We, we get so so caught up in the compassion of I Jesus. I want to be out of church for six months and I want to come back and teach Sunday school. Yeah. Oh. Mm-mm. First day. Let me come back. Let me go. Let yeah. me let's let's get let's get going and get and get mad when the preacher says no. We're not going to do that. Get get caught up in some sin. And you want to to come back into the church and be under this ministry in which you sinned in, and then yeah. the preacher mm-hmm. says no. You're not going to do that. Yeah, not you, ever. No, uh, you can work over here and get upset at the preacher. No, this is part of that leg break. You mm-hmm. break a bone, it doesn't grow back. Like you never broke it. There's always something there yeah. after you, after a break. And sometimes somebody's leg been broke three or four times, 
it hurts. You can feel it when it rains. Mama, mama broke her leg in half, mm-hmm. and she can feel it when it's gonna rain. If God, God may just have to fracture it. That may, that may be good enough. And when it rains, I fractured my left arm. I don't, I don't feel any hurt with it. Mm-hmm. But if I snap that booger in half, I guarantee you it would still give me problems to this day. God may start off with that little snap and say, "All right, now you're gonna be off this for two weeks. You're gonna feel. Don't put any pressure on it." But it might get to the point where God has to deal with me by snapping that leg in half. Yeah, yeah. And, when He does that, you're not the only one that knows it's about to rain. Everybody knows. Right. And and look, <laughs> it's a good point. everybody. And knows. here's the thing. It's a good point. Yeah. And it's a lot better to come back with Him mm-hmm. with a limp yeah. than with a, a wheelchair. That's right. Because but, everybody knows when you're in a wheelchair. But here's the thing: that leg now for, for Mama for a while was in danger of amputation because they introduced something that was not yeah, natural to her alien. body. And so had to correct it with a rod. Had yeah. to put that rod in the leg. And now she's in danger of amputation for a good long while. 16 months. Mm. God, it may it may end up being She was something. walking around in, in Pigeon oh, Forge, yeah. and her leg was breaking back in half, and she couldn't feel it. Mm. That was that was Scary. the craziest thing, man. I sit and I, I was looking at her leg, and it was it was breaking in half. It was breaking forward. And I said, there's something wrong with your leg. She said, no, no, it's it's fine. And I said, Becky, look at your leg. And um, we didn't have cameras back mm-hmm. then. We could take a picture and show it to her instantly. But her leg was breaking in half, and that's she crazy. couldn't feel it. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem you with a lot of people. You don't feel it. Yeah. You don't feel it. Because you've seared yourself. Yeah. Seared God, your God's trying his yep. best to help you, and and he'll come after you. Oh, and he'll break your leg. He'll he'll yeah. you know spiritually, but you've been in the far country so long, yeah. yep. and and you're rebelling so much that you don't feel that initial break. Yeah. And at God has point, to do something. At some point, pruning don't work no more, and well, he just curses the fig tree. Exactly. That's right. That's, that's, that's exactly just right. Withdraw yourself. Then. Mm-hmm. The four of us sitting here, <coughs> it's easy from my mind when we're talking about this. I I'm thinking of people, and. The danger is we have the little things. Yes. Mm-hmm. And those, it's really easy for me to not drink. Yeah. It's like yeah. easy for me to not listen to bad music because I don't care about it no way. Yeah. It's easy for me to not go do drugs. It's easy for me to not chase women. Like yeah. none of that's ever really, you know. Right. But it's not on them little things. Yeah, yeah. right. But the danger is is feeling, you know, I got all them co- bases covered. No, mm-hmm. you don't because you beat me to death last night about, anger and getting aggravated because just like you're dealing with one guy right now and it's aggravating mm. well i got fifty-seven thousand of them and plus all the stuff that's been built and gone and it's it is stressful it's yeah. not like i just want to be but it don't matter right if, how you, you, but god but god it don't matter yeah. you don't care about the but 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 yep. and it's not because it's not because it affects him it's because it affects me mm. and he don't want bad for me yep so that's Take account. Anybody listening, if you're listening to this, you're probably sitting there. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a church goer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. guess, yeah. or you just like a glutton for punishment mm-hmm. listening to us. But be careful about not not applying what you're, you know, what you're hearing and just That's putting right. it off on other folks because we've all got stuff to work on. Just because you sit in church three times a week don't mean nothing. Yep. Oh man. That's right. Oh. Well, guys, we're going to end it up there, and uh, we appreciate you for listening to The Patriotic Preachers. We went from political into spiritual, and uh, it just works like that sometimes. But be we, like that sometimes. Don't always be like that sometimes. It does. 
We appreciate you listening. I'm Michael Farr for Cody Arbor, Derek Farr, and Caleb Wilson. We're out of here.